Good day, gentlemen. I would like to request your time. If but for a moment, you see old boy my cock has got three fingers stabbing into it right now, and not hold it without my permission. I need you to come over here, and pour the rest of mighty right into me. You heard me right, Captain. Fill my dick. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Good day! Welcome to the 40... What did I just say? 40, 45th. 42nd. Regular format Chud podcast. So I'm in the future. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious fucking host. It is my pleasure to introduce to you Mr. Steve Murphy and Justin Waddell. Hello. Hi. All right, we done it. Now I can move on. Now we, it's time for uh, episode 43. We are uh, here in the old <laughs> ways, not doing this electronically on the internet. Doing this retro because we can. And here to talk about some films. This will be a nice, tidy, efficient, fantastic podcast. Back in back in the basement. Do you agree, Steve? I do. Yeah, it's, it's so retro. We're only using two microphones. That's how retro this is. The hell with three? Because we don't have time for three microphones. Fuck that. We're down to two now. Yeah, Steve and I are sharing. We're very close. Half the microphone's going to have AIDS, and the other half is going to have AIDS. You have to keep your hands above the waistline, friend. We're very close, like uh, we're like Don Henley and Glenn Fry and the Eagles, like, you know, yep, same singing way, harmony. The same way. I'm the annoying one. You're the great one. Desperado. That's right. That's it right there. Are we done talking about the fucking Eagles? Nope. You're more like uh, Joe, uh, Joe Walsh. I've had a bad day, and I hate the fucking Eagles. The Lebowski <sighs> human. mistake. Is it from Philadelphia? Yeah, that was not from Philadelphia. That, that joke was not from Philadelphia. This was a mistake. I've had a bad day, and I, and I had the AIDS. That was from Philadelphia. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the poster line? He's had a bad day, and he's got AIDS. <laughs> you guys, are, do you, you seriously don't like the Eagles? The, the classic rock band, the Eagles? I actually do not like the Eagles at all. I like maybe one song. One. Already gone. Would you mean the one that sounds like every other Eagles song? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's about it. And she's already gone. Yeah. What about, That's about what, it? What about uh Glenn Fr- Glenn Fry's solo career? Oh yeah. Little, Smugglers, uh, Blues. Smugglers Blues. Yeah. Is a great song. You belong to the city. <laughs> you belong to the city. You belong to the city. That was Glenn Fry and fifteen session musicians. Man, if he was if he he would have been awesome, like an awesome short order cook. If he never became, a, you know what I'm saying? Just, Did you guys see when Danzig got sunburned? One, one Glenn Fry up. And what happened to? 
I don't get it. What happened to Glenn, Glenn Danzig Fry? What happened to him? <laughs> I tell you what, this is a really early abortion show. What other uh, Eagles songs do you guys like? Uh, let's nope. See I like the Joe Walsh's uh, Rocky Mountain High. Although that was a solo song. So it wasn't really an Eagles song. Don Henley is just 17 pairs of Isn't shit. Rocky Mountain High, John Denver? That was Joe Walsh. No, wait, yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. So Joe Walsh had Rocky Mountain. Uh, no, it was Joe, Rocky Mountain High. No, Joe, I uh, maybe, but Joe Walsh had it. No, Joe, John Denver was Smoky Mountain High. That's right. Oh, okay. Then John Denver was dead, and then and then Don Henley was doing various charities and making shit poor music. You uh, agree? I- indeed, yeah. Boys of Summer. Oh, it's a nightmare. That's a shitty song if there ever was one. Saw a bumper sticker with the. Grateful Dead thing on what? Whatever the line goes, line go. You know, you're a big '80s fan. On a Cadillac. That's right. Yeah, yeah the hell. And then some shitty new band did like an update of that fucking stupid shit. If there was a bullet in waiting, it's got to have Don Henley's name on it, right to the head. There's a misnomer about that. For a bullet to kill you, it doesn't have to have your name on it. I think it does. At least maybe- I did. I got a great deal of Don Henley firearms. At least got to have his middle name. <laughs> maybe R- just, Rimbald. Maybe Don just, Rimbald Henley. He's got to have that on at least. Just say Don. You know? Yeah, but Don... It could be Don anybody. Like, Yeah, I don't know. But maybe that's what you do. It's like when you go to the stores and there's all those license plates for kids and they have those little... You know, they say, like, never have your name. I speak from experience. They have Jason, but not Justin. But no one wants Don Richardson to die. He's a, he's a good guy. I did a still life of him having breakfast. Don Richardson? I called it Henley. Portrait of a cereal eater. <laughs> uh, seems like we're back. So let's talk about movies. And we are back! And who needs it? Steve. Yeah. It's a real shame that they've apprehended Roman Polanski. Isn't and it? you know what, though? I'm glad we're being we're, we're being very topical these days, like a cream. Because you know the the last Roman Polanski film I saw, Ninth Gate. It, I'll be damned. It is actually the Ninth Gate, and I love that film. I love it. It's not as good as the first Eight Gate. Film. It's not, yeah, because the, the first Eight had those little monsters. The Eighth Gate's great. It's better. The Seventh Gate's not so good, but the, but the Ninth Gate, that's a fucking great film. It's a piece of shit. Frank Langella keeping his balls like under wraps. Sir Jonathan Depp, indeed. Johnny Depp's great in it. It's very silly. It's a very silly movie. It's not a silly film. What the hell's wrong with you? It's not a silly film at all. I don't, I don't remember it very well, but I remember it being kind of funny and weird. It is a weird film, but it's not silly. I remember that Johnny Depp said that, that uh, Polanski hated how he portrayed the character because he was very subdued, and all he did was smoke cigarettes in every scene. Yeah. But it John actually, Bon Jovi was a subdued in U571. There you have it. It actually works. Depp's performance is great in it. Very... Very, it's perfect because you got Langella who's chews up scenery whenever he's on, you know, on scene and all. You know, Depth had a good performance in U five seventy one. That was very familiar, actually. I love the film, and the score is done by the guy who did shit movie. It's not what? What are we talking about? Ninth Gate. It's a. It's not a shit. It's a great film. It's I love it. Shit. The score is by uh, uh Killar, the guy who did the what? The, uh, Coppola's Dracula, Killar. I love the score. I don't know what's happening to me. 
and uh, let's see what else. It's based on the uh, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon. Yeah. The, the search for that, because Langella plays a a wealthy dude, which may, that may not have been his like, his character description. Reminds me of an Argento film a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I do. In a way, it does without the sex and the violence. It reminds well, me of a shit movie. It. There's violence in it. At least. There is violence, and there's, and there's a, no sex in it. I mean, no, Polanski. This is big. There is sex. And there's yeah. nudity at the end, but it's not. It's not like gratuitous or anything. The, the ending may be a bit silly. It's when he opens up the the uh, the, the titular ninth gate, and here by the, the devil appears. What happens at the end? Does he get? Does he take the loss? I can't remember. Depth does not. No, he he uh, he has sex with the girl at the end, and he opens up the ninth gate because Langella thinks that he has uh, deciphered the. Because what he does is he collects all the the other books, that, like the so-called Necronomicon books. Yeah. He collects all of them throughout history, and he's trying to decipher all of the um, the, the drawings into a, uh, a like a, a demonic incantation, yep. so that he can open up the ninth gate that would let Lucifer into the world. But he has a few of them are, are um, what is it? He's a okay. I'm, I'm glad over. I'm glad our producer's helping us out over here. I give a fuck. <laughs> Fuck the ninth gate. <laughs> a few of them are uh, copies. You know, they're not authentic. So he's got some wrong, um, yeah, he's got some wrong copies. So he, when he's doing the incantation, it's wrong. So he he fucks up. So he sets himself on fire. So Johnny. So what happens is obviously Johnny Depp shows up and has sex with the girl, and then lets Lucifer into the world. What's not to believe? Who plays Lucifer? No one does. You don't really see it. You just see like at the end, the end credits after he has sex with the girl. It's like a. a a zoom in on the castle, and then the credits roll. What what's wrong with the film? What's wrong with that? It's it's horrible. So then Plansky would know what's going on with him lately. I think that's why Nick brought it up. Well, which, the, which is well, why. the reason I brought him up is because he's number one on IMDb's uh, star meter. He was apprehended for his crime. So he showed up back in the U.S. He did not. He fucked a he fucked a kid in town. Got caught. He's apprehended by uh, where was he apprehended, Nick? Switzerland? Switzerland. Hey, wait. Arrested. You know it's a bad day when Switzerland arrests you for child molestation. Which is actually, allegedly, and who cares, if you can produce something as great as the Ninth Gate, you have to let him go. So I say. They're not letting him go so far. There have been appeals and there have been celebrity appeals, I believe. Um, he's appealed, obviously, but uh, people have rushed to his defense. Uh, and it hasn't worked. I think they want him to remake the Iger sanction in Switzerland. That's probably why they're apprehended. He didn't direct that, did he? No, no he did not. No, it was Clint Eastwood. Eastwood but he did not. Eastwood did not direct it either. Okay. Uh, and then, Nick, what do you, how do you feel about this uh, whole controversy? I'm pissed because uh, I'm going overseas next month, and I had tickets to see Polanski's Comet. Well, he just—he's uh, not being able to finish the editing of his own film, the starring Ewan McGregor, and that—you know—that's going to be good. So, which film? The Ghost? It's called The Ghost. Yeah, I think it's called The Ghosts. Who gives a shit? It's fucking Roman Polanski. Um, do you think he's going away for the long haul or what? Nah, he'll be fine. There's, there's no way. You think you should go away for the long haul? Or no, what? I mean it's—it's it's an old crime. He settled out of court with the chick. Yeah, and and the girl admitted that that uh, she she was a uh, hot, right? Hello. She's thirteen. <laughs> he drugged her and raped her. Yeah, but she admitted that. So, but she still admitted that she was hot. Could so have been that, worse. At least he didn't rape her and then drug her. So that there's a problem there because it's not you're not supposed to do things like that. Usually, when you do things like that, you go away for a long time. But he he got the fuck out of Dodge, 
And I think he had a good run. I don't put him in prison for a while. Was this uh, after Roy Smith's baby and all that stuff? Yes. He is, uh, I don't know when it was. It was a long time ago, but I don't know what, in, in the in the line of his films, I don't know where it falls in. I thought the girl admitted that she was hot. <laughs> this she is did. coming from a guy who has no daughters. She actually, she did. I was like, she made a big public statement. She's like, all the... I do apologize because I was hot as hell. Now, one thing you have to kind of feel for her because her name keeps getting dragged back in the press and she doesn't want anything to do with this anymore. So, and you feel bad for that. And, and you got to feel bad for a girl whose name is Spread Teen. Rosemary, maybe? Remember, remember her name was the ninth. But I mean, let's, let's say that, let's say worst case here, or best case, and some people, it depends on what side you fall on here. Polanski goes away forever. Like he's in jail for the rest of his life. How would that change your guys' life? Would you guys feel bad about that? What would you guys be sad that he doesn't get to direct another film? I can care less. He's wrong with yeah. Polanski. I don't think I'd even notice. He's had a good run, you know. He's had a good run. Put him in jail. I like the Ninth Gate a lot, but I really fuck, wouldn't notice. Fuck Roman Polanski because he's like he, he got the he the pianist, which is fine, whatever it is, fine. He's like, let me parlay this into Oliver Twist. <laughs> The, the, the pianist with uh, Helen Hunter? Is that the one? No, no, no. no First of all, who the fuck is Helen Hunter? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Helen, uh... Holly Hunter? Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter, yeah. No, but uh, he did the he did the, pe he did the pianist, and yeah. you're thinking of the piano, with, right. he did with Adrian Brody, who's now going to star in... Yeah, Predators. The new Predators film. Which we all can't wait for that one. Alongside Topher Grace, apparently. That's a good cast for that film. You know what the casting agent said? Yep. I can get you Topher. I can get you Topher by 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What film is that from? Is that from Ninth Gate? It's like Tourette's, but except Roman Polanski movies instead of bad words. <laughs> this is the only, the only, the one only Polanski one. movie. <laughs> Rocking back and forth, Burger King. Ninth Gate, Ninth Gate. So what's next then? Courtney Gaines. Chinatown. Yep, good word association. <laughs> no, I'm just I just wanted to bring it up because it's it's so stupid that he's number one on the on IMDb. I know, and, th and th this sucks for him because he, this is the year this he got apprehended for this 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 old crime, and he also made uh, people's. 50 top most beautiful people in the world list, right? I think he was number six or something. That's what you get for reading Peoples. He was number six. Number five was Spread Teen. He's a good-looking man. That's what happens when you read Mario Van's uh, latest publication. <laughs> Peoples? <laughs> it says here he's five foot five. That's a, that's a Soon to be seen in The Hobbit. He's a tiny criminal. Slip right through the bars. Slip right through that thirteen-year-old. Apparently, he's gonna limbo sideways and escape. <laughs> the slip right through the Polanskis. First of all, how do you limbo sideways? That's gonna my nerves. How do you limbo sideways? There is no song for you to, to limbo sideways to. Hey, what Ch celebrity spoke out in his defense? Uh, I remember Natalie Portman was one of them. Which I thought was odd. I thought that was odd that Natalie Portman, because she's never worked with him, has she? No, uh, Patrick Swayze. They, they, uh, these Oops. 
they signed a petition and I can't I can't remember if they spoke out or just signed like an internet petition. But uh Portman, I don't know who else. I think Portman was uh, the kind of actress who was told to sign that thing cuz she's probably never heard of him, obviously never worked with him. Wasn't old enough to e- have even seen his film, so she was more than likely told to sign this. I don't hey, think so she's a pretty uh pretty smart chick. No, I know she's smart, but I don't think she's uh smart enough to know who Plansky is. <laughs> I think she <laughs> I just fucked myself all over the place. She might be smart. That, I like how my argument went right to hell. Well, I mean, she worked with Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's in his new film. Therefore, know. she knows. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost like they're family. Yeah, thank you for even that. Right. What did she do with Ewan? Excuse me? What did, What movie did she make with Ewan? Excuse me? She did, uh, no, she did something called... Uh, what, hang good, on. what good movie did she make with you? Oh, she's never done a good film with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Or Polanski. But anyway, thank you for uh, helping me burn my own argument with the yeah, she, Portman being a, smart. Yeah, she's she, very she, intelligent. She looks smart. You know, I don't know if she is, but she does look smart. You know, well, she went smart. to like a, an Ivy League school, right? She looks like she would outgun you, like in the in the mind department. You know? Yeah, she that doesn't take much though these she days. Like she would outfun you in other departments. Doesn't take much these days either. I love that movie I saw about him, the biography, Little Man Tate. That's too soon. That's, that's really too soon. It's like 40 years too soon. Jesus Christ. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> At least you didn't bring up the White Album. I don't even know. Piggies, it inspired Manson to uh, have a look at Sharon Tate. So, um, folks, um, let's see. I was uh, coming downstairs the other day, and my wife had left the television on, on Showtime. And uh, I glanced at the TV and I wondered what the fuck has happened to me in my family. There's a cock trying to kill a porn star. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave my film over here. Movie called One-Eyed Monster. About a dick trying to kill fuckers. What the hell is wrong with your family? It's, uh, it's, it's about Ron Jeremy's penis actually trying to kill. Because I saw the beginning of this film on Showtime. I saw the end. Um, let me explain what happens at the beginning. Hold on, is this, is this hedgehog, hedgehogs? No, but he's so Ron Jeremy is in it, um, and they're shooting a porn in a cabin, in a remote, I guess, a remote part somewhere, and he's outside because he's he's like you know before getting ready, he's in his robe and he's he's maybe peeing, I think. Hold on, hold on. How's he getting ready? Well, I think the I think he was I don't know. He's just he's taking a break, and then Buffer. he sees this like comet. It hits him. Like this thing hits him and then. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, what comet? <laughs> Something happens, and so then when he goes in and he starts having having sex, he starts definitely doing the anyway. His his peep at leap leaps off of him. His, his what? His peep. His peep. His his legendary peep uh, leaps off him, leaving him dead. So Ron Jeremy in the movie dies. First of all, hold on. Is no, a problem no, here? No, there's no problem here. Let me there is a problem though. If anybody's seen Taboo Two, it's not legendary. It's not a legendary peep. It's not a legendary peep. You're wrong. It's not legendary. No, I'm, well, he he's kind of isn't he kind of a legendary porn star? Yes. So I, I just I, I guess I said it's a legendary peep. I don't know how big it is. Is it not very big? Is that what you're saying? It's uglier than a Hammer. I figured it would be probably pretty big, right? I, I don't I don't know. I've, I've actually never it's seen. It's not it. a very good dick. Um, but in the movie. Then the alien, the alien, I think the alien or the monstrous peep, 
starts running around killing all the other cast. Now, I didn't stay watching it. I only watched for like 20 At minutes. the end, all I know is the end of the movie, there's a detached dick yep. facing a porn star. And do they show the peep? And she lets it fuck her, and then she squeezes her vagina and kills it. Are you kidding? No. Now, does she... Did she? Did they show it? Because that when I when I saw it, they just showed it from a camera, like Evil Dead. No, you see the thing. dick later on. Oh, does it look? You know who the star of the movie is Hedgehog. No. Who? Oh Am- yeah, Amber, Amber Benson. Benson. Yep. Carrie Elwes. But is she? Is she's not the one that lets it? No, it's some older lady. Is it? Because Amber Benson. When I saw Hart. he Amber Benson. He had possessed Amber Benson, the peep, and she was like in cahoots with the peep. Who the hell is Amber Benson from Buffy? She's from Buffy. Fucking nerds. You know what? There's nothing worse than a bunch of nerds talking about Amber Benson. Hey, but just sidebar, how was uh, seeing Shatner at Comic-Con this year? I got, I got four hard-ons. Why? Did you guys go up to the, the Guillaume Museum? Because <laughs> they have a perfectly preserved specimen. No. Why? Serious. Although we did have uh, Patrick Stewart walk by us. Amber Benson. And uh, I actually might have lost something in my pants. Patrick Stewart walks by us. Um, Although, how, hold on. This is bullshit. Patrick Stewart is late for his own fucking panel. His panel starts at 1 o'clock. Right? It starts at 1 o'clock. The guy walks by us at 1.05. You think a fucking star he of was late conspiracy... To his own st- panel. What the fuck is wrong with... You think a fucking star of conspiracy theory needs to fucking no, work because, by your schedule? No, because people started lining up for his panel at... 10.30, when we got out of the, the Nimoy Shatner panel, they started lining up for Patrick Stewart's panel, which was, what, what 10.30. Uh-huh. His panel did not start till 1 o'clock. The guy just <laughs> walks by us, who are, who are in the lobby, at 1.05. So he gets to his panel, maybe 1.10. He's late to his own panel. That's, that's bullshit, man. That's wrong in every level. He's only five minutes late. He's bald. It's not that bad. No, he was five minutes walking past us. Yeah. There's no telling when he got to his panel. The point is, he was late to his own panel. Okay. Maybe they're introducing him, and he had to hit the hit the restaurant. Why would anybody show up on time to anything at Dragon Con? Well, that that is true. First of all, why would anybody wait in line for anything? Starting at ten thirty, they did not start to one o'clock. So I do admit that they deserve what they got. However, the and point- let me go on record as saying Vermithrax was unjustly accused. <laughs> he, he did not show up either. His panel was supposed to start at twelve thirty. Vermithrax Ex Mortis did not show up at all. Fucking Patrick Stewart. How big is Patrick Stewart in real life? Actually, uh, like my height, like what, like five ten, five nine, maybe. But this with a baseball hot. cap, he's wearing a baseball cap, like trying to blend in. I'm sorry, you don't blend in yeah, at all. Just appreh- they asked, just apprehended him this weekend in Switzerland. He's trying to get on a plane. <laughs> the crime? Really? Five minutes late to his panel. Too many Rikers. Where do you stand on this issue? I know where Steve stands. Nick, where do you stand? He's innocent. Um, Can I send him to Rikers Island? He settled out of court. I know where Polanski stands on it. 5-5. Five, five. On a box. Let me just say, though. Shorts. That's some bullshit, though. You don't show up to, late to your own panel. That's bull. That, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. Although, I did not wait in line for that. Uh, now, didn't you say that, sh- sh- that uh, Nimoy was refusing to cover Star Trek-related stuff? Yeah, his panel. He was doing his uh, his photography, which, if you look at his photography, which is, might be might be considered horrible. So Shatner decides to crash his panel like twenty minutes later uh, into the the panel. 
It's just Owen they're Mills. Rescuing. They're Owen Mills photos of Walter Koenig. And George Takei. We talked about this before, but Nimoy's second career, like his his big thing is kind of women women's bodies, like he you know kind of uh, you know pushing down the little like the you know the, the what the ideas of what a beautiful yeah. body is. He he photographs kind of older women or pe- women that are different shapes and sizes. Like he's that's his mission. So that's what he's talking about. He probably was talking about the day before when you didn't see him. He's probably talking about Star Trek then. He was, yeah. But then he made the mistake that people maybe wanted at Comic Con would want to hear about his second career, which right. is probably they probably don't want to hear about it. Exactly. The, the day we went, he was talking about his photography, which can be found at LeonardNimoyPhotography.com. If and he does mostly uh, uh, X plus women. It is nudes. Yeah, it, it is nudes. But he he admits that he does larger women on purpose because he he admits that the the larger women are overlooked. Fair enough. Possible. Well, no, it's fair enough. So he got a great deal on wide-angle lenses. That's it. Well, Nobody watched Star Trek Three. Massive deal. He watched Star Trek Three. His directorial debut. He he is very uh, favorable to the wide lens, especially with Kirstie. Uh, not Kirstie, but uh, anyway. Point is, he uh, is a very a, a big fan of of, exp- of showing how the women are overlooked. The, the larger women. I don't have a problem with that at all. No, they're overfed. So he then goes into talking about uh, his in search of career. And then all of a sudden, that should satisfy the nerds. The it does. Joke, yeah. Although I must admit that no one asked him about that. He voluntarily submitted that, uh-huh. and then Shatner shows up. Yeah. Wait, did he have any time to speak about his musical career? No, his band. Oh no, someone did ask him about his Bilbo Baggins song. We're talking about Leonard Nimoy. Someone did ask him about his uh, Bilbo Baggins song. <laughs> Was Anton Fig in the crowd by chance? His drummer. I, I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, Shatner does show up. Wasn't that Le- isn't Letterman's longtime drummer? Or yeah, but he he also Moonlight at, in a couple of vanity projects. I don't think that's a vanity project. Doing a Bilbo Baggins is Leonard Nimoy's version. I'm not talking version. about the Bilbo Baggins song. I'm talking about his like main gig as a musician. What's his, what is that? You guys, Steve, you went to the concert with me. You've got the shirt. I went to many concerts with you. I saw fucking was it uh, hotter than hell. I saw the, the Kiss tribute band with you. No, you didn't. I did. No. I saw it with somebody. Wasn't me. It was an no. Italian guy. Oh, sorry. It was uh, Enrique. Always known as an Italian name. I can't wait till he comes back in town. Because I yeah, you said that Shatner came on stage and it fucking he pissed no, me he, off. No, he came on stage and, and salvaged the entire thing. It was the most boring panel of all time everybody was sleeping during it and then Shatner comes on and everybody erupts because he's the greatest thing of all time especially the women that Nimoy photographs Shatner is so he's the greatest person that's ever lived he's so cool he's a cool dude man no Shatner's great so he comes on did he talk about his band no Shatner talks about himself that's how good he is he does not need to talk about anything else but himself so he comes on, talks about how great he is. Okay. Then the panel ends, and everybody's you know, y- euphoric. Did Shatner and Nimoy seem to get along? Yes. Yeah, Nimoy seemed to be relieved, actually, because Nimoy seemed to be relieved because he realized how boring his panel was. Actually, uh, Nimoy came on and started interviewing Nimoy. I'm oh, sorry, Shatner came on and started intervie- interviewing uh, Nimoy because the girl who was doing it was horrendous beyond belief. Obviously knew nothing about Nimoy and did like, maybe a... Five minutes worth of research before she went on. 
She was terrible. Plus, her last name was Lockhart. That's a good last name. That's a terrible last name. No, if you're a Braves fan, that's the worst last name of all time. Or if you're a cardiologist. Indeed. So Shatner shows up, decides to interview Nimoy, which is the right thing to do. Okay. And he does a great job, because basically he talks about how great he is. Shatner. Did they, did they have any time to go over each other's musical careers? No. I'm a bitch. There's no need for that. Everybody knows how great Shatner is in every endeavor he partakes. So what was it like being at Dragon Con and people knowing, like, seeing your face? First of all, it was very sad to be at Dragon Con. I felt very ashamed. But then I realized that someone else paid for it. What so, other celebrities were there? Were there any other great guests? Oh, now that you mention it. Yes. Brad Dorff there? Nope. But Dirk Benedict was. How's he looking? Face man, how's he looking? <laughs> he looks like you expect him to look. I walked into his room and then turned turned around and walked right out. There was four people in his room. His room? So yeah, he, so like basically a, they just had some Nimoy's models? Now he had like a you know, his own room where we talked about the his, his illustrious career. His, was he was he uh, was it a panel? Yeah, it was a panel, but he had he had his own room though. Where he would talk about Battlestar Galactica and A Team and then nothing else. His music. He's, what? what? Dirk, Dirk Benedict has his own music. Did you guys see his act? No. First of all, Justin's gone to the Jolly Ranchers. That's What's lying? happened? Steve, did you get a chance to see Benedict's Comet? <laughs> Hello? You belong to the city. <laughs> Steve, what's your favorite Michael Jai White film of the recent year? Let's see. The recent years? Oh, yeah. Hmm. It's got to be Black Dynamite. Yeah. Maybe Black Dynamite. What a fancy film that was. Really? Cute little movie. Why don't we talk about people who've seen this film? Hey, Justin. Did you see this film at all? I didn't see it. Did you guys see it together? Yeah, were you invited? God damn it, no. <laughs> <laughs> why why are you rubbing it in? Just talk about the movie. I was just asking, like, where where are you rated on the the, the totem pole of friends? Well, that probably pretty much dead last. No, it was uh, it was a daytime screener. I didn't even think about that, but I figured Justin was earning a living because he has a job. Well that shit. That's true though. Okay. No. Feel free to talk about it, but stop including me so far. I'll, I'll just chime in every once in a while. Go ahead. What's it like being responsible? Actually, I'd like to think what just. I'd like to get Justin's opinion on what Black Dynamite, what he thinks it is. What I think the movie is. Mm-hmm. It's a parody of uh, '70s black boy. Black oh no! Films. No, it it's not a parody. Is it? I thought it was. So it's like it's like a recreation. It's actually yeah, a remake of uh, the Ten Commandments. It's like a loving homage, but it, it just, it's not like tongue-in-cheek. Or... I'm excited about it a little bit because it's kind of a, the return of at least a little bit of Arsenio Hall. He, is he not in it? He is in it, but you're How was fool. he? How was he? Very minor part. Small part. Extremely small. Because I always liked a little Arsenio in he my life. He has more lines in the, the cutscene at the end. Yeah. Um, Why how, were you a fan of him? I don't know. I kind of miss him. Coming to America, I guess. That movie's not that good. Talk show is fun. I thought I always thought he was kind of a charismatic presence, kind of a articulate man, and Giant I miss teeth. him in the movies. Wouldn't mind seeing. I, he kind of one of those guys that was extremely popular, and then he just not in anything anymore. You like Hakeem? 
Bakim is in it. Is he? Is he good? He's never good. He's very good. In it. Is oh, he? He's got like four lines, maybe. Everybody who's not Michael Jai White has more than. No, actually, but Michael Jai White rocks ass. He's very good. He's the best thing in it. And he is wrote it, it. Is it very funny? He, it's funny and it's silly and it embraces the whole kind of seventies vibe. I mean, they, they don't ever wink at the camera. They kind of do though. When when the. Uh, the boom mic? Yeah, when the when the boom mic hits no, him in mean, the, the afro. No, I mean, but it's 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 done in a way that's like available resources and all that. I think they did a really good job of not making it seem like like an I'm gonna get you sucker type of thing where it's just right. like it's almost like a, f- a film that was unearthed. And I, I mean, of course, it's got modern some modern day somewhat celebrities like Joaquin Woodbine. But but you're right. They they do play it as if it's uh, in the in the time it was filmed. Who who's the bad guy? Is there any other recognizable? The name guy from I forgot his name. The guy from Mystic River, the Savage Brothers. That that guy. He's a white guy. I forgot his name. He's kind of one of those dudes. Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Clint Eastwood. No. Marsha Gay Harden. Yep. That was in Philadelphia, right? A Gay Harden. Ron Ely. The, uh, the actor I'm thinking of, his name is um, Kevin Chapman. Here's your cast. Michael Jai White, Arsenio Hall, Tommy Davidson. You've got uh, good old Kevin Chapman, Richard Edson, famous uh, for not much. Um, a bunch of uh, a bunch of kind of smaller, you know, names. I like Sally Richardson. She's kind of cute. Um, just, you know, just who you'd expect. Michaeletti Williamson. Those the, kind of, the music's great, though. Yeah, Steve was laughing his ass off before the film even started. Actually, yeah, it, there's a story behind that, though. So before the film, before we went to saw, saw this film, which is a, a private screening, we, we uh, of course, why wouldn't you? You would stop by a frozen yogurt place before you go, go see this film. So I've got like a bucket full of frozen yogurt. I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm about to enjoy this film. And then like three bars of this you know, musical intro occurs. So I, I then... Proceed to spit up like a four-year-old kid all over my sunglasses. Steve, you're one of our great storytellers. Indeed. And then a giant robot appeared. What kind of what flavor of uh, frozen yogurt did you get? It's like a a berry blend, I think. Maybe some green tea in there. Oh, was it that place you like, Nick? Yeah, we went to Juicy Green. I went to Juicy you got Green sick there. for the Hellboy the Hellboy two screen or screen that Nick and I went to, and my I got a stomachache from it. Is that right? I can't well, have like ginseng. I think Steve saw had it and, and saw black dynamite, so he wins. I didn't spill it on my sunglasses, but my stum- if my stomach has sunglasses, uh, I would have like spilled it on that. Stum you know? glasses? I didn't spill mine. I spat up. Why, was, oh, because you're laughing. It was hilarious. Yeah, I spat up like a like a, a two month old. You know, all over the all over the sunglasses. Well, that's good because then you get to eat it twice. I did. That's the thing. It, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Three days later, it was encrusted. I just peeled that thing off the sunglasses. Enjoy it again. Pretty cool, though, huh? Or you could have that yogurt glaze when you put them on. You know that your everything's covered in yogurt when you look through the sunglasses. Think I'm tripping out? Yep. Yep. That's a pretty cool yes. story. That's a pretty cool story, huh? <laughs> that might be the worst story of all time. Yes, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I really like the film. The film on your sunglasses? Yes, it was fantastic. And Black Dynamite was great, too. It's a fun movie. It's not going to blow anybody's chops off, but it's uh, it's got moments. 
It's a fun little movie. It's got a million moments. Who directed it? Who directed Scott it? Scott Sanders, a nice gentleman. Who who is this? Who's, uh, hold on. Why are you pronouncing it like that? He did uh, Thickest Thieves. That movie Thickest Thieves with the Alec Baldwin. Michael Jai White. Don't know it. It came out in the few years ago. Jesus Christ! Alec Baldwin needs to go away. Stay away from the films. What? Keep on t. Stay on TV. Stay away from the films. Are you drunk? I'm not fucking drunk. Are the Meryl Streep film he's in. Fuck that movie. Are you kidding? Fuck that movie. It's gonna be. It's it's one of those Nancy Myers movies, but it's a piece of fucking shit. He needs to stay on TV where he belongs now. He was once great. He is no longer good. You hate his politics. Not, no, the, no, I don't care what his politics are. I don't give a damn about He's. I love him as an actor, but in that film, he, he shows obviously no idea of what he's doing when he's picking film roles. Stay away from film. Stay on TV where he's good in 30 Rock. That's it. I think he's kind of done a good job of picking film roles lately. Yep. You've seen the trailer for his new film. He's, you know what? Street. He's going to reach, he's gonna reach a completely film, new audience with that. Meryl Streep's in it too, and she's She's not a bad little actress, you know? She's a great actress. Maybe he wanted to work with Meryl Streep. You ever think of that? I'm pretty sure there are other opportunities for him to work with Meryl Streep. This is not one of them. It's just a boring, generic-looking romantic comedy. No. No, Alex. Say no. Stay on 30 Rock. There's no need for you to, 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 to take some film roles on, even though you're in the middle of a summer hiatus. I can't hate on him for that, I have to say. You haven't seen the trailer. It's a, seen, it's a terrible looking trailer. I I, is it worse than Old Dogs? That's a bad trailer. It, you, all right, it's not as bad as Old Dogs. No, it is not. I no, it's it's shit. I give you that. It's, it's not, a shit trailer. Because Old Dogs, not, they knew better. It's just it's just he's reaching out to a different demographic. You can't really fault Alec Baldwin. Yes, for I do. I, I do fault him because he he should know better. There are harder roles for him to play, like more harder edged roles. I'm sure that there are they're at least offering him stuff. Demi Moore told him to stay hard, Alec. Remember? I do remember that. Was that on the set of The Juror? I'm sure the people are offering him... There's got to be people offering him more, like, tough, tougher roles than this shit. What the hell? If, if it's just working with Meryl Streep, I, I guess I can't really say shit about it, but... Speaking of, have you seen her lately? Meryl Haggard. Mm -hmm. Although there is uh, the, the trailer for the, uh, the new Sarah Jessica Parker film we saw. I guess with, you didn't uh, see that. Yes. I like Hugh Grant a lot, but she looks like she's at least 9,000 years old. Nick, you, I mean, when I'm 900 years old, you look. Okay. Now, have you ever had a thing? I mean, I know you don't think she's good looking, okay? That's no. fine. But have every time, she, of course, she, I'm surprised now, that you think she doesn't look good. She's kind of short, right? Let me she's see short. She's she short. She's she small. Looked, she did look good in Honeymoon in Vegas, and she looked great in L.A. Story. Okay. Now her Hugh Grant towers over her. Did she have like an Imhotep stool? He towers stool? over her at five eight. Look, I I I think she's a good actress. I don't have a problem with that at all. But but nowadays, she may not look her best, and she should not be playing. I think part of the problem is lead. she's like a health nut, and I think she's taken it to the nth degree. Oh, I don't know. She's, she's like emaciated and she should and not muscular be at the same time. It's nuts. I don't mind her. I, mean, I'm, I think she's fine. I mean, she's she's got a good thing going. Keep keep at it, uh, SJP. But what's the thing she has going? She's got a good career going. You have to admit, I mean, a powerful woman in Hollywood. 
as an actress, she's fine. She's great. Yeah, no problem at all. But she has no business playing romantic lead anymore. Well, I mean, Hugh Grant's almost fifty, and she's in her, and he, she's in her at least mid, like close to mid forties at least. So, I mean, you know, what do you, what do you think she should? That he should be paired with like Scarlett Johansson or Catherine Heigl. Do we need more of her? It's basically a remake of For Richer or Poor with Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley. That's what this film is. Keep talking. We should all admit that. Which uh, somebody here might have seen in theaters. But may interrupt. Do you have a poster of that in your room, Steve? I'm Growing up, my, I'm losing my focus because we're in the basement, and Nick has like something on his wall over there. It looks it looks like a squash scorpion or something on his wall. I can't make it out. <laughs> It's like freaking me out. What the fuck are you talking it's about? It's in the corner, and I don't want to go near it, but it looks like it could be a sleeping scorpion or someone like smeared poop, or it's like, I don't know, like some. It's a drawing? Down at the bottom? What is that thing? No, no, down. That's a hole in the wall. What happened? I was moving furniture, and I punked a, punked a hole in the wall. Are you talking about this, like, right over there? Like, down there? Yeah. That's yeah, a hole in the wall. It's like a scorpion. <laughs> Klaus Main, lead like singer. A, it's freaking me out. It's like, me like a hurricane. it's like that thing from uh, the, cat, the cat's eye gonna leap out of there. What's that thing called? A troll. Drew Barrymore's hatred. That was not. That's Whip It. Do you see? Do you see Whip It? No. I'd like to see that movie, actually. Actually, I did. I made the mistake of seeing it. You didn't see it. It was this documentary about a really skinny dog. I bet Whippet's kind of a good film. I bet I bet it's actually kind of a fun film. No one's... Uh, it's not making a whole lot of money. You guys want to turn this machine off and go see it? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, but it has a good cast. Let's not push it. Ellen Page, Kristen Wiig, I'm tired of her. I'm sure she's not a bad director. I, I think it's got a good cast. Juliet Lewis, kind of the bad guy in it. Uh, Drew Barrymore. There's a lot of there's other people in it though. Who else? As long as Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig's very talented. You, did you not like her in uh, Adventureland? Did you see that, Nick? I did not like Adventureland. I mean, it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. It was it, to me. Adventureland is a movie that if I was like 17, it would have changed my life. Yeah. But it's it, as somebody who's seen like two generations of movies like that, it's kind of like this year, this generation's that movie I think it's good like I think Ma, uh, how do you say that guy's name Greg Mot- Matola. Matola I think he's really talented I, I really think he's a good a, a very good director um, balder than a dream he's very bald but he's uh, I mean I, I keep seeing snippets of Superbad it's on all the fucking time it's on all the time and he he made so many good decisions with that movie I mean he didn't write the script obviously but that they, he that movie's filmed so well and I think Adventureland is also very uh very good. I mean, I think it's very. It's not like a great movie, I don't think, but it's it's very interesting. I think Superman's super bad. It's kind of a great movie, um, but I think he's. I think he just did a great job with it, you know. And I, I think uh, he's got some. He's got. He makes good choices in his films. It sounds. It sounds so pretentious, but I'm excited about Paul. He's doing Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think he. I, I, you know, and he started off the film with a replacement song. So. You know, if uh, if Steve had a chance, he'd do Paul. Bastards of Young. You know that song, Steve? I do. How do you sing it? No, you don't, Steve. We the You don't know the fucking replacements. We are the sons of McCartney. Bastards of Young. If I did Paul, though, it would be a literally different film. I'm sorry. 
No, it, no. You, you go ahead, no, you go ahead. Yeah, but you're right. My version of Paul would be completely there, different. They'll make a Paul McCartney film someday. I would so make There he's fucking finally dead. I would make a Paul McCartney film right now. The hell with that. You know, fuck this. I'm out of here. Best news all time. Make my Paul McCartney film now. But that kid, that's funny that the kid was in Adventureland and Zombieland and both have amusement parks. Yeah. Both have him running, being chased through an amusement park. You, you, Steve's off the rails now. You've mentioned McCartney. <laughs> you mentioned him. Paul McCartney. He mentioned him. I think he's the one who brought him up because we were talking about Paul. That's what happened. He, All right. pants are coming off. Let's bring this thing back home. <clears throat> Let's address the fact that we're doing a podcast again. Paul McCartney. For the readers. Yeah. No, why? The reason we're not, we haven't done it for a long time is Nick's been pretty busy. Steve and I haven't been so busy. We've, we're always available. Paul McCartney. And uh, Nick has been pretty busy, so he, he's the guy. It's his fault. It's Mr. Uh, traveling around the world making films guy. Right, rocking out. And so what, what's, the, what's the future hold for the podcast? I mean, this is, we've been doing it for like four years. So is it, is it coming to a close? No, it's just, the, honestly, what happened is, is that um, I can't. It's over. That's what I'm, I'm asking. The ability to do it electronically was ceased for a little while because there was a discrepancy with our membership with that website. I've got to fix that. Plus, the quality was complete and utter ass. No, I, I don't mind that. To me, it's it's a matter of getting it done. Taking calls was great. The quality was shit. I don't know. I mean, the quality... We've had worse quality on the show than the, than that. Yeah, but you don't have an echo on your phone. You know like what? I do. The thing is, though, it's not like... um. It's not like we have Echo 3 to Echo people, 7. people coming from every direction offering us like radio time. So we take what we can get. And I agree. This, this format, I, even today, we had to bastardize it to, to make it work. And it's just time consuming. So I like that thing. And, and, and if we're in three different cities, it doesn't matter. So hopefully down the line, we could still do it that I know, way. My only problem, though, with, with doing it that way is... Steve, you, you don't have just one problem. No, the hell with you. Number one, we can't take calls, which is great. I love taking calls. But second of all, we don't have the same vibe when we're in the same when we're in the room together. We don't have that same vibe, even if we have to share a, a, a microphone. Cindy Lauper. I, I do agree with it. Butch Lauper, her brother. Tell me, that's not a cool name, Butch Lauper. That's a that's a PI. There ever was one. For real, her brother. Yes, he was in uh, was it probably the videos. He was in one of her videos, one of the the pop up videos from VH1. How did he used to do back in the old? How did Butch find the time? Was he a wrestler? No, his name was Butch Lauper. That's a great name. That is the best name ever. That is a private eye name if there ever was one. Butch Lauper's on the case. Butch Lauper. Uh, he's more like a victim. Butch Lauper's in the case. That's the only thing I remember from one of her videos from uh, like the early '90s, mid mid '90s, maybe when I was in high school. He was in the. Uh, Girls just want to have fun video. There we go. <laughs> you know what? Butch Starring Lauper might Robert have been that Duvall. one. Duvall. No, I don't know. You have a good voice. <laughs> For True Colors? Yeah, I don't know how it goes. Is it a McCartney don't song? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid? She says, don't be afraid. So, sung by Bugs Bunny. Sean Penn, Robert Duvall. That's it. I can't colors. believe I can't spader. believe spader. True, true colors of spader and uh, Cusack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> colors is Duvall and Penn. Steve. Yeah. This guy's fucking smashed scorpion on the wall. He's he's a weird dude. That's why he's your friend. It's Michael Shanker. What what kind of furniture are you moving to make that? 
Kind of my business. If you think about it. What was it? It's my business. Um, so yeah, so we've been busy and then we had or Nick's been busy. <laughs> and then we had uh Nick had a problem with Blog Talk Radio, is that the site? Yeah. Um and they were they were they nice? Were they dicks? What happened? No, no, no. It's just like um uh they um I changed credit cards and they tried to charge the old one and it didn't work, obviously. And I entered the new one in and I thought it would just kind of carry over, and they didn't charge it. Like, I'm sure it had to do with that premium that. membership. So I, I didn't realize that we didn't have premium membership. So every time I kept trying to set us up to do a uh, a show, it wouldn't give us prime time. It only give us between like you know eight in the morning and three in the afternoon, or eleven o'clock at night after. And I didn't realize what was going on. So I emailed customer service. Took them forever to get back to me. And then I realized that they want me to. I have to resubmit my application. Blah blah blah, and all that shit. So. I'm sure that, that and then that, I realized that I'm not really in that much of a hurry to cater to Blog Talk Radio's whims. Did that English broad have some something to do uh, to do with it? I would guess it was very evil. Is it, an, is it an English company? I don't know. So, yeah, because Steve and I have nothing to do with finances. Nick picks up, he buys equipment, he buys a Blog Talk, ra- talk Radio, and the talent. Um. So is this an expensive endeavor? No, no, it's, no. It was just it was just an inconvenience at the time. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, to get a membership is that? No, nah, it's not bad. It's like thirty bucks a month or something. It's not cheap though. It's not, it's not cheap for us, but yeah, some of us aren't rich. Some of us aren't having a site that sucks right now. <laughs> you need that movie career to start ramping up. Maybe that's your 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 on-site talent that sucks. Oh. That must be it. Those guys are good. How about that movie? Which one? It's gonna be great. The one you're making. Now, do you want to talk about that? How I don't know how it works. Because do you want to? Is that something you want to talk about next? It's gonna about, be great. We're talking about Meg. No. He's talking about the movies. <laughs> it's the sequel to Grizzly Park. Is that too soon. Uh, he's talking about the film. Uh, we've never had a product. I don't think we've ever had product placement on the show before. Now's the time. Um, besides Chud, I guess we pimped the site. It's on the site. But that's the product placement. He is uh, actually doing that new uh, Nancy Meyer film with uh, Awkward, Alec Baldwin. Way to go. Way to go, Steve. What's that movie called, by the way? Horrible. It's an extremely generic romantic comedy film. It's a a really terrible title. It's like a... all of her movies have stupid titles. It's, it's something like what some. It starts off with what. It's called. It's complicated. That's the one. Yeah. So you're right. Watts. It's complicatedly horrible. You know what? Uh, you know what's really freaky about that trailer is Steve uh, Martin looks like plastic surgery happened all over him. Really? It looks weird. That's the weird part. Yes. I think the weird part is how shit it looks. Is that weird to you? Yeah. Who else is in it? This is a good cast, sort of. Yep. John Krasinski, who I'm still not convinced totally of the time. He was good of. in uh, Away We Go. Did you see that? I haven't seen it yet. He was very good in it. Meryl he's, Streep. He, hold on. He's fine in this film because he's, he's playing a supporting role, which is probably what he fits best in. Okay. You stop pretending like you saw the film. I saw the trailer, which henceforth means the film. Okay, so. They share the whole thing. It's fair enough. John point. Krasinski, Meryl Streep, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin plays the therapist who in, in, ends up uh, having an affair with, I'm sorry, Ends up like uh, shacking up with Meryl Streep, who was Alec Baldwin's ex-wife, who ends up having an affair with Alec Baldwin. You've got uh, Robert Rodriguez with Steve Martin on the side. Robert Rodriguez's favorite actor, Dan Daryl Sabara. 
He's, he's pretty good, though. From the uh, Spy like Kids him. movies and uh, World's Greatest Dad. Yeah, he's great. I like him. Soon to be seen in John Carter of Mars, playing Edgar Rice Burroughs, which I, I I'm understand. sure it's going to be a great film. Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife. Obviously. She's also boring in this film. Mary Kay Place of The Big Chill. Bloody hell. And uh, the star of uh, that deep uh, whatever, Blanchard the big, Ryan. The big twist in this film is that Meryl Streep is having an open affair water. with her ex-husband, Alex Baldwin. Blanchard, complicated. The girl from Open Water, didn't she date one of the Brother Lizard guys? Lemmy, yeah. This film is going to be shit beyond belief. I wonder if it's called It's Complicated because because of Facebook. It's complicated because I'm going to probably... So, the movie, movie that, you're, that you're helping make, Nick, what's that called? That's called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Are you excited about it? Of course. It's probably called uh, It's Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Is it, a sca- is it a scary film? It is a classy horror film. Who's in it? Guy Pierce, Katie Holmes, Bailey Madison. I don't know that. Bailey Madison was recently in a Natalie, Natalie Portman movie called Brothers. Natalie Portman's dumb, right? Is that what we figured out? She's not too intelligent. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. And you've seen, and obviously you're making, you like, it, you're excited about it. Very excited about it. Um, and it comes out next year. Next uh, summer, I would guess, is a safe bet. The safe bet. Maybe next fall. Maybe next spring. Well, we're very proud of you, Steve, and I are very proud of you. Um, we're happy for you. Wish you're well in your endeavors. Yep. Thanks for speaking for me, though. How do you know I'm very proud of him? Well, I figured, and I hope that we get a special thanks in the credits. You won't. I'm very, I, I'm very proud. I actually, my, I'm so proud of him. My credit should be above the title. Wouldn't it be nice to get maybe in the credits on that? Nick Nunn's got to thank Steve Murphy in. It's a. <laughs> who's, who's what's a what's a how? Okay, Steve, how are we gonna? I mean, Nick, how are we gonna? Is it? Are we going to be in the credits for a special thanks? Yes, we're, we're above the title. No, no, no. I just want to. That's want to know this for real. Is it? Do we got a shot? I'm just concerned that I make sure I'm in the credits. <laughs> I think we're. I'm not that. talking about credits. I'm talking about special thanks. Like after they say we'd like to thank yes. Mishmu Catering, all that stuff. We're gonna be after the uh, the color timers. Nope. We're not gonna be in there, are we? No. no we're not gonna be. You know that. I figured. It's gonna be like a like, wardrobe by like, like R- Richard Rimbald. Special thanks to Justin Waddell and Steve. I mean, we didn't do anything, but I, I feel like I support. We did do something. I feel like I support him being his friend. We propped him up. Steve just got the name of the film wrong. We gave you emotional support. We, we did. Be in the credits. We did. We helped out. We should be above the credits. The yeah. hell with that. We should be above the credits. If we're above the credits, though, that means we wouldn't be in it no, at means, all. It means we should have like some points. How the monsters looking? Awesome. Just take it. I got no more questions. Fancy. Oh, you're the one. You're the, one who, you're the one who called Natalie Portman an idiot. Which I would like to apologize to her for. Pat Portman was considering this film, right? Who? You said Portman at one point was uh, maybe thinking about this film. I'm not, I'm not really at liberty to say. Well, I'll say this right here. Portman would have been a better choice. <laughs> <laughs> because she's smart and intelligent. Extremely adept. And then, Natalie Portman's very busy. She's great. Very busy. She's my favorite, actually. She's a very good actress. Yeah, she's the uh, the best of all time. But let me go on record as okay. saying Katie Holmes is fantastic. Now, did you um did you get a meet chance to meet Guy Pierce? 
since he's in the film yet. Did you get a chance to ask him about L.A. Confidential? I did not. That's not what you should be asking him about. What? You should either be asking him about his role in uh, Count of Monte Cristo or his role in, more importantly, the Australian soap opera Neighbors, which I used to watch every day coming home from school. He was in that, Jason Donovan, Steve. and Kylie Minogue. They were all three in I think that you one. got your facts straight. Jim Neighbors came in you. No, it wasn't Jim Neighbors. It was called Neighbors. Yeah. Australian soap opera. I, everybody knows. Guy Pierce, yeah. Jason Donovan, Kylie Minogue. He's made his name. Did you, did, you, did you ask about any of his films? Did you play No, them? actually, we were just kind of, it was just talking shit. So you pretend like you didn't know he was an actor? Well, we <laughs> I used to love that show, by the way. Hey, why are you in front show. of the camera, man? It was a great show. I can't believe no one knows that one. Everybody knows it. It doesn't matter. Next time you see him, Nick, and if you see him again, like the premiere or whatever, just do do this little kind of this kind of like a new cool thing you're doing. Just go roll out to Masu. Something a little neat you could do. He might get. He always played the bad boy. He'd drive up in a motorcycle, like a leather leather jacket. Do this. Just go, hey guy, roll out to Masu. Give him like a little wink. <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. Give him a little wink. I should just I do think- the same thing to Katie Holmes. I <laughs> it's a great role, though. Or do this to go. Uh, the hey, gift. Hey guys, uh, Jack Vincent's coming to the premiere or what? <laughs> Give him a little wink, you know. Hush hushing on the QT. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because uh, got he got uh, he hurt himself on the set. Yeah, he, he like uh, he he like it was like I think it was a piece of glass broke the skin. I was like, Haha, I guess, I guess your name is right. Glass House with a Hayden Christensen. What? The name of the movie. <laughs> First of all, I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. And then it's not, that one, that one. No, he is uh, Life as a House. You're oh, that's right. No, he's also in the Glass, the other Glass oh, one, but the reporter. Them you combine both, Shattered Glass and Life as a House. You combine them. What other Hayden Christensen? That's how big of a film. The great thing is, fan what, what the it. fuck? Why are you bringing Hayden Christensen up? I don't, you know what though? I don't really know. <laughs> you know that movie I liked him in? You did not like him in anything. Jumper clones. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him. Revenge the, of the Attack of the Jumper in clones. In the mouth of Phantom. <laughs> the bicyclist. Hayden Christensen's first role. He was the fucking kid on the bike. I got it. Thank you very much. I'm yeah. talking to Justin. And the readers. He knew the joke. He's also in Virgin Suicides, right? Yep. Got another yeah. kid's career. You know, you know all his films. He he has a new movie coming out that he looks so dumb in, like so ridiculous. They have him wearing like Natalie Portman. Finally, dumb. he looks dumb in a film. <laughs> he it's a gang it's like a gangster movie. Like you know, there's a bunch. I think there's like a bunch of. Uh, uh, it's like a, I guess it's just a gangster film with like I think there's a bunch of uh, rappers in it. I'm not sure. No way. Yeah, but he. He plays like a gangster in it, and he's got like a he's got like a pork pie hat on it that he wears like the whole thing. Like it's like, have you seen the trailer? Like it's no. so, and it, he's even on the poster. He's like in the middle of the poster. He's got this little hat on, and and I guess that they thought like, and maybe he thought, or maybe he was tricked into it. But they thought that that maybe it's gonna be great. Maybe the movie it's like, oh shit, I was so wrong that pork pie hat just makes a performance, but it looks so out of place and ridiculous. Like it looks so sad, and I think he's supposed to be kind of a badass. Is it called Takers? I think it might be, yeah. There, who else is in it? There's like a ton of people. Zoe Saldana, Paul Walker, Matt Dillon, Idris Elba, Jonathan Sheck, Jay Hernandez. Paul Walker is in that one. 
Is there no the, rapper in it? Why, why did I say that then? There's got to be one. There's T.I. A... T.I. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. One rapper. And you think the, the, no, no. I just, the plot I, of the movie is this. A I just group of bank of... robbers find their 20 million plan interrupted by a hard-boiled detective. Did you look the poster up? Did you see the poster? It's not on here. Where did you see the, uh, the, the trailer? It's, I think it was from a movie Mike and I. I think it was, uh, you know what we saw before? I think it was Surrogates. before. Surrogates. Yeah. We saw Surrogates. I'm looking at the poster. What's wrong with you? Oh, he looks horrible. Why'd you? Pay to see I'm, hey, this movie's gonna be great. Yeah, I believe that. One. No, seriously, I'm looking forward to this. I like Doris Elba a lot. So fucking but, Matt Dillon. I yeah, like I mean, Paul he's Walker. got a good cast. Matt Dillon. Who did? Who directed it though? Some guy you've never heard of. Um, that that pork pie hat though, whatever they call those hats, that is bowler hat. A bowler? Oh, bowler small. Yeah, you gotta bowler see that. Go go hat. run over to the screen and look at that hat. You won't believe it. Yeah, it's the the Charlie Chaplin hat. Yeah, he has a Charlie Shamlin hat on. What's a what's a pork pie hat look like? It's basically picture every pretentious film geek. Like at, a beret in an art hat? house. No, it's different. It's a square. Pork pie. <laughs> which is, help me. Which is a. <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. From what I understand, everybody that goes to a um, Tom Waits concert is wearing one. That's what uh, somebody was telling me. If you go to whoever goes to a Tom Waits show is wearing a pork pie hat. I got a, a tribute hat in my collection of Porkins pie. Really? Yeah. Picture. Stay on target. Yeah, it says stay on target on the brim. Almost there. Has a brim. Stay on target. I saw a hat. I was in a Lowe's today, and I almost took a picture for the list of a dumb Nick, um, okay. which, which has gone daily. And I hope that doesn't mean you're not going to collect it and do a list of dumb. No, I'll still do it. Okay. Program. I'm not um, doing it daily anymore. I'm doing it five days a week. But Okay. So... But it's almost daily. I mean, it's pretty much daily during the week, right? Yeah. Speaking so, of daily, Leonard Nimoy's models pork and pie. So they had a baseball hat at Lowe's, like, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, that type of place. Um, it was a flashlight hat, um, like, you know, like a miner's baseball cap. But instead of the light coming out of, like, the middle of the hat, like, you know, kind of where your forehead would be. Pork and pie. It came out of the brim. It came out of the, like, the flash came out of the of the bill. Okay. The front of the bill came out of the William. Yeah, I thought that was a very odd looking look. It, you know, it kind of makes you look like uh, the day the Earth stood still guy. Gort. Yeah, maybe Gort. It's, I, it just makes it, it look silly doing work around your house with the lighted brim. Not too broader. That's a bad story. I'm so sorry. But anyway, I thought that maybe they could have done that in Takers. He could have gone for that hat instead of the Charlie Chaplin one. Maybe. That's all I got. Circus was I, bad. I, I'm very surprised that Christensen has managed to actually continue to get jobs. So I don't think he's really turned in a very good performance yet. Who? Hayden. Really? He's been in some decent movies. And Jumper was a hit despite its shittiness. Um, people said that he was really good in uh, Shattered Glass. Which I he was see. pretty good in it, but the movie, the movie is kind of... I mean, Star Sarsgaard's quite good in it, but it's not. It's very forgettable. Never, or as Steve would say, I've never seen him in Glass House. How was it's that very time? forgetful. He just played like uh, the, the angst kid in that one. The Glass House. Yeah, that's the one. The the Glass House. Can you call a Portman dumb? Look at you calling a Glass House. The hell with it. Who cares? She would know. Portman would know. No, nah, no, she's a, she's a much better actress. He's complete shit. 
And although he was good in that, but all he did was play like a, a little teenager, like a teenage angst guy, which he parlayed into Anakin Skywalker. If he had a better agent, he probably could have been in any which way but Italian job. Do you remember what Nick's favorite scene in Life as a House is? With Hayden Christensen? Shower scene? Yeah, what happens there? He it premature ejaculates in the shower with uh, Jenna Malone. Wasn't by himself? Jenna Malone was in there and he fucking prematures all over the place. Because yeah, I did a screen cap in my DVD review. What did you, what was the caption? Um, it was uh, she was turned around. He was like her her her. She he was facing her back. Yep, which is accurate. And yeah, and he says, "Is there something about her turning the dark side?" Is it is a funny butt sex? Did he blame joke? <laughs> did he blame it on the water? Butt sex Sith joke. It's a Halo name too. He could have just blamed it on the water. I guess the man's wrong, but he could have been like, "Oh, this oh, this oh, water." This water pelted my penis into cum. Only this, only, only the oh. Sith dealing absolutes. I imagine did he, did he, did he, did it happen? <laughs> I mean, did it get it get some on her? Is what I'm saying. Because if you got some on her, you could have blamed it on the water. She walked out too late. She walked rather in time. He's like, I know, I know, you're gonna be in the ruins. I'm hot for it. I don't know. I mean, I. So you said so he was so he was Malone in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not with me, you're, you're Malone. Malone in the dark. Indeed. He's about due for a nude scene. She's pretty good in the ruins. I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that director disappeared, huh? Carter or something or other. Burl? They can't find him. No, it's not that guy. Like Carter Hayes or some shit like that. Coen Brothers guy, right? Carter no, that's the no. Filmmaker. It was directed by Ken Ruins. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I gotta. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Can we please pause? I think we should wrap this bitch up. Justin has to go to the bathroom. Carter Smith is the director. And uh, his next film is um, called Come Closer, which is the, a remake of Life is a House. Please enjoy a complimentary new Lucky Nightstick song from their brand new finished album, Interloper. Please enjoy this tune. Butler's new shoes. I shit myself thinking about it. <laughs> I'm walking out the door with the man.